Okay, let's begin. This year's Parsha Shir, Achremos Kedoshim, Tav Shin Pei, as we still find ourselves <laughs> having the Shir via Zoom. Uh, and we, uh, we do our best. We do our best uh, under the circumstances. But the Torah is the Torah. Whether it's um, live, whether it's uh, virtual, however it is, the Torah is eternal. The Torah is what keeps us going. And uh, if we have any two parshias that go together that are jam-packed, that have so many mitzvot in each one of these parshios, Achremos Kedoshim, we try to do what we can and touch on a couple of ideas that uh, that come up uh, in these in these parshios. So we start off with just a medrash. It's a medrash on the parsha and a thought of the kutzker on the medrash. Uh, we've mentioned this medrash in our Navi Shiurim. Those who uh, want to listen, we're in the Treasar. In the Nevi'im, but since Yoshua is on the uh, the OU archives, but there's a medrash about David and Melech on this week's parsha. The medrash tells us in uh, source number one in Vayikra Rabbah that David and Melech was called Tov Roi. He was called <laughs> Good of Roi, Vision. So what, what exactly does that mean? So Rashi and, and quotes his medrash on that pasuk Tov Roi Bahalacha Kol Roeu Niskar LeTalmudo. Whoever was unsure of something in halacha. Whenever he saw David Melech, it became clear. Nizkar Talmud, he didn't forget. Remember something? He remembered it based on uh, David Melech. He saw David Melech, he remembered. Ask the Katzker, quoted here in MSV Emuna. V'yesh lahavin. I don't understand. Ish ein lo zikaron. If somebody doesn't remember something, ech yizkar beros was David Melech Yisrael. I don't remember what it says on Dav Dalit in the Masechta. I see Dav Melech. Oh, I remember what it says on Dav Dalit. How does that work? Right? If I, and if I do remember, what do I need Dav Melech for? So what does it mean, Tov Roi? Achamedrish Moriderech. No, this Medrish is teaching us about life. It's, it's our guiding post in life. Ki kama pa'amim. Yomod Adam Torah Mitzvos Chukim Umishpatim. We could sit in front of a sefer and learn. We could sit and and get inspired and learn halacha and learn machshava. We can learn, but sometimes there's a disconnect between what we're learning and our life. And we're not 100% sure how to put it into action and how to apply it to our lives. Right? We know what we saw and we know what our lives are, and it's hard to connect the two. That was David HaMelech. He was a walking Sefer Torah. When we saw David HaMelech, everything we learned became Lamaisa. It was not unclear anymore. We didn't have any Sveikas about how to apply it. <laughs> I didn't know. People didn't know how to figure things out. Achim Yira Asitem. We all know, we don't understand the fire. We don't understand what has to be behind the mitzvah. David HaMelech, you saw him, everything became clear. Exactly how we're supposed to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Exactly, we would just be in a state of inspiration, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. Sometimes we're around very inspiring people. We just feel good. We feel spiritually uplifted. But it translates and David Melech was Tov Roi. And that's obviously something that we have to do what we can. We have to try to be Tov Roi for all those around us. We have to be Tov Roi to be a lighthouse, a lighthouse, a spiritual lighthouse for all of those around us. 
especially now those around us might be our family. But anyone, anyone who we come in contact with, we could call, we could Zoom, whoever we're in contact with, we have to try to be Tov Roi and in that way inspire people, Lamaisa, to better their lives uh, every step of the way and every time they see us, they walk away an inspired, an inspired person. Okay, so we get back to the beginning of Parshas Achremos. We'll have a, a couple of thoughts uh, related to each of the Parshios. And of course, the beginning of Achremos discusses the Avoda of Yom Kippur. Rashi already picks up on that. Why is that here? Tell your brother he can never go into the Kodesh Kadashim. Only in loud. He can never go in. With this, he can't go in. Right, we discussed in the past number of years ago, I think seven years ago, the Vilna Gon, that it's fascinating that if you look in this whole parsha, Yom Kippur is not mentioned. Only at the end of the section. It says, oh, and he, Aaron Cohen and the Kohen Gadol does this every year on, on Yom Kippur. It's Ke'ilu, he never goes in. And Yom Kippur is different. Yom Kippur is Me'al Azman. But Aaron could have gone in every time he did the Savota. Because it's not connected to Yom Kippur uh, at this point. Okay, that's not for, for now this year. But we know there's an Isser for anyone, even the Kohen Gadol, to go into the Kodesh Kadashim on Yom Kippur. <laughs> what he has to wear, when he goes in, etc. And we have the whole avoda of Yom Kippur. Why is it so egregious and so radical that the Kohen Gadol can never go into the Kodesh Kadashim even on, you know, even <laughs> if he does the whole avoda. Let's say, not like the Grah. Right, the grass says any time. But he can never go in. He never was in. The Kodesh never went into the Kodesh Kodashim, except on Yom Kippur. Right? So, why is it so off-limits? Why is the, is the Kodesh Kodashim so off-limits? The Yechayev Misa, if you go into the Kodesh Kodashim. Right? Line number five. Line 11. Lama be'emes... Nasra Hakinisa Elafnaivalafnim Afilu Kohen Gadol Afilu Betoch Avoda. Why is it so bad? Why is it so off limits? Velo Hutrel Pamachas Pashona Biyamakipurim Velo Rag Isur Yeshkan Gam Onish Misa. It's not only Asur. It's it's the most it's the most serious punishment. Ubene Aaron Meso. That's why the Bnei Aaron died, as the beginning of the parsha says. What is the issue? Why is the the Kodesh Kadashim so off limits, even to the Kohen Gadol, except once a year? Yeshlomar says that Giona Shal Torah, as all of his thoughts are, so creative. Sha'aser la'ada mi Yisrael la'havkiras achutz ulamalet nafshal yidei apnim. A Jew's life is not just about hiding on the inside. And protecting myself without worrying about what's going on on the outside. B'nai Yisrael, nitztavu kedoshim tiyu. Gam bachutz. We have to be holy everywhere. We have to be holy wherever we are. And we have to try to make holy wherever we are. Yesh lahat seal alachutz. Ma'ora shel apnim. V'lo It's not just about, a, about being our pnim, but it's about our chutz as well. 
to sanctify the world. To sanctify the world when we're there, to sanctify the world when others are there. We can't run away and separate. Our life is about bringing Kedusha to Chutz. It's not about hiding ourselves in the Pnim. You can't go inside. What's the message of not being able to go into the Kodesh Kodashim? Because life's not about hiding in the Kodesh Kodashim. Life is about bringing the Kodesh Kodashim outside and being mashpia. Either sanctifying our own lives in the Chutz or sanctifying and inspiring others in the Chutz. Only on Yom Kippur. Why Yom Kippur? Why is Yom Kippur okay to go in? Because on, on Yom Kippur, there is no in and out. It's all the same. It's all in, one might say. We mentioned before, it might be, it might be me'al asman. We don't do work. We don't wear leather. We don't eat. We don't drink. We're not involved in the world. We're out of the world. We're out of our chutz. Because Yom Kippur is the one day a year we're all pnim. What are you going to ask her? Going inside? The whole day is inside. There's no issue about going in, because we are in. Okay, to really go in, we have to do special avoda, but that's why Yom Kippur is different. You might say, well, it's all equal, just go in. No. No, it's dafka, if you do it, l'shem shamayim. Rav Kook has a thought on the Gemara Meseches Brachos, I didn't give it to you, but he writes in the Ein Ayah about the Allah of having windows in a shul. Why? Because the same idea. It's not about Pnim. It's about Chutz. It's about being mashpia on Chutz. It's about not cloistering ourselves or um, making ourselves uh, separate. You know, in this time of you know the year and this tough shin pay, okay, we all have to be inside. But that's not the that's not the goal. And we can still be mashpia on the Chutz and on others. But that's what Rav Cook says. Tefillah is very private, but the message is it's about to be mashpiah going out. So on Yom Kippur, it's the only day that there is no out, and therefore in is okay. And that's what he even says. The Yonah Shatorah says it's even Meduik and the Psukim towards the end of this section. Where the Psukim say, we're going through the whole Avoda. And then the Pasuk says, In the middle of the Avoda, we have the Tzivui of Inui, of afflicting ourselves. And don't do any Malacha. And then we get back into Kapara and Tara, the Avoda. Ask the we're talking about the Avoda. Finish talking about the Avoda. And then you can talk about the Inui. What does our behavior have to do with this? So he answers, no, that's the point. 
our behavior, not doing malacha and not eating and not drinking and not being involved, that itself creates the allowance for us to go in. Because we separate from the world, from malacha and from physical activities. And in that way, we create the whole world as a pnim, the whole world as the same state, so to speak, as the Kodesh Kodashim itself. And in that way, we're able to allow the Kohen Gadol to go into the to go into the uh, Kodesh, to go into the Kodesh Kodesh. And as he writes on the top left, El Iser Malacha, the Chovas He'inui B'yom Zeh, Heim, Heim, Hamatzdikim, Eskin Yisoso, Shokohen Gadol, El Lefnai, Velefnim, Lavod Avoda. Big Lalam, because how we behave. V'chibar HaKonesh HaYimshach Oso, Gam Lefnai, Velefnim. And then he just adds one other amazing, amazing Ha'ara. There is the, the Ramban. There is a Ramban. Says the Ramban, Moshe Rabbeinu can talk to Hashem whenever he wants. Talking to Hashem is the same idea as Kodesh Kadashim. Moshe Rabbeinu was always in the zone. So why did he have that allowance? So explains it, but see, for, for Moshe Rabbeinu, it was like Yom Kippur every day. For Moshe Rabbeinu, there was no chutz. Like there's no chutz for Am Yisrael, for the rest of the Jewish people. There's no chutz on on Yom Kippur. Moshe Rabbeinu lived his life like that. Ela b'shvil Moshe lo hayakayim chutz. Ki we know Moshe Rabbeinu did things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, shkoyach to Moshe Rabbeinu. Unbelievable, the last Rashi al Torah. Right, yashar kochach ha because the Kodesh Baruch Hu agreed with Moshe, Moshe was on the mentality as close as could be. Obviously not. He couldn't know HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? As the, as the language of uh, some of the Rishonim. Iliadativ, if I would know him and understand him, I would be him. But that is not what uh, even Moshe Rabbeinu uh, achieved. But Ani, line 13. As we know, Moshe Rabbeinu had to be ready every second. That's why he had to be Porish, the only human being that would have had to be Porish. And as the Medrash continues. But that's why Yom Kippur is different, and that's why Moshe Rabbeinu is different, because he didn't have a Bechina of Pnim and Chutz. It was all the same. Moshe Rabbeinu's life every day and our lives, at least on Yom Kippur. Unbelievable. Okay. Moving right along. <laughs> so we have, again, a number of famous psukim in these parshios. Towards the end of the parsha, in Parsha Zachreimos, still sticking here, we have Shchut Echutz, we have um, many of the Arayos in, uh, in Achreimos, and then towards the end of the parsha, we have Perak Yilches, Pasek you shall keep my laws and live with them. And live with them. Two thoughts on this Pasik. Says Rav Chaim Ivalajan. Rav Pinkus quotes Rav Chaim Ivalajan from the Nefesh Chaim in source number three, and then he expands upon it. This Pasik. Vachai Bohem, live in them, live in what? Asher Yaso Samadam, that a man does them and he lives in them. What's the Pashas of the Pasik? Ushmartem is Chukosai Vesmishpatai, Vachai Bohem, live 
in the mitzvos, in the in the chukim mishpatim. What does that mean? How do you live in a mitzvah? Says the Nevesh Chaim. When we're involved in any mitzvah, This is Rav Chaim Ivalajin talking. Remember how he and his Rebbe, the great Vilna Gon, felt about the world of Hasidus. But you read this, it sounds like you're reading something, uh, a Hasidic work. You're surrounded and enveloped by the aura and the spiritual aura of the mitzvah. But this is an idea that everybody agrees to. Says Rechaim Yivalajah, that's the Pusik. You can't just do mitzvos. You have to live in the mitzvos. Experience the mitzvos. V'zeh shalmar kasuv, eila ha-mitzvos ha-shariyasa osam ha-adam, v'chai bohem. Hainu besocha mamish. Shu mesubav oz, when we do a mitzvah, we have to be in a different world. Different world. Says your pinkas on the next page. We learn from his words. An amazing yisod. That everyone talks about. The yisod in life is. Where a person's thoughts are, that's where his reality is. A person is where he's thinking about. You could create a memory. You could create a reality. If somebody's buying tomatoes in Machana Yehuda in their dream, they're in Machana Yehuda. That's where he is. He's in Machani Yehuda. Adam If I think I'm in the base of Migdash, if I think I'm with a Baruch Hu shaking a lulav, that's where I am. I can determine my own reality. Nimsa im Akdusha mamish ki ikar Adam The ikar of a person that determines his reality is the mindset. Is the mindset of where he is. We gave the marshal in the Haggadah year, this year, and in many other other years. Sometimes, what determines freedom? Somebody could be in jail for thirty years, right? He's told that he's going free the next day. He's already free. He has his own mindset because our mindset determine what our reality is. Says the quotes the Rambam in the Maranavuchim. We think. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, V'arashus Nesun Alecha, and HaRashus is given, Mem Terz Alecha, Zeket Adibukaz Etaseh. All of life is about connecting to Hashem or not connecting to Hashem. If we want to use a situation to connect, we can. Vem Terz Alech, Lisho Ma'at Ma'at, and if we want to weaken it, that's also our choice. But we determine the state that we're in. And there are a lot of mafriyim in life, like the Ramchal talks about in the Masulat Yisharim. There are so many things in life that try to bring us away from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that try to break the connection from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But that's the goal of life. It doesn't mean we're going to succeed every minute. But the goal of life is to connect to Hashem, and everything in this world is to sometimes have mafriyim, and we have to try to overcome. The second that we think about godliness, we're connected. Then we're disconnected. But that's the pus- the, first, the two words. Live in the mitzvos. 
Kein gam leinyaneinu, says Rapinkus. Kshadam osa mitzvah. Kivan shu Moshe chalatz mokdusha. Haru nimsa keis be mitzius. Betoch olam shel kedusha. Doesn't matter where a person is, how downtrodden. Throughout history, so many Jews have been in places where we feel distant and we feel we feel oppressed. But we create our own reality by thinking, by our mind. Zua mitzius shelo. Doesn't mean we change exactly where we are, or we change, you know, the, the the level that we're at. But the reality of If we close our eyes when we're davening, we could be in the base of Migdash. right? People see us from the outside davening. No, we're just shaking, and we have our eyes closed, and we're davening. But we could create a real. We're with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We're with him at that point. He says, that's again the Nefesh HaChayim, which he repeats. Eila mitzvah sarjash yasa osama adam v'chai bohem b'toch ha-mamish. To put ourselves in the reality. Like the Kutzker we always quote. We started off with the Kutzker. Maybe the Kutzker that we quoted the most often. Remember the Kutzker? Aleh, aleh, harve yesham. Go up the mountain and be there. What do you mean? You're up, you go up the mountain, you're there. No, you could go up the mountain, you're not there. Life's about going up the mountain and being there. V'chai bohem being in the mitzvos and taking the experience with me uh, for for future time. Another thought on Vachai Bohem. Another thought on Vachai Bohem, <laughs> and that is here I gave you, I think we might have done this in years past, but again, it's something to review. Something to review the Mishnah the Hakdama of the Mishnah Bura, the Chelek Gimel. The Mishnah Bura has two Hakdamas, Hakdama to all of Mishnah Bura, Chelek Aleph, and he has Hakdama to Chelek Gimel. So there he talks about, obviously, the uh, importance and the significance of learning Hilchas Shabbos. Uh, besides talking about, even if you love Shabbos, you have to know what to do in order to be able to um, to succeed in Mashmir Shabbos. But before that, he gets into generally the significance of Shabbos. So again, we're not going to read the whole thing, but let's just read the part where he talks about, um, we'll get to where he talks about our, our, uh, our Pasuk. So he starts off, of course, by saying Shabbos. It talks about Shabbos many times in the Torah. And um, Shabbos is one of the mitzvahs that are connected, all the other mitzvahs. But then he says, what shows you? What shows you that Shabbos is critical? So he says three points. Number one, he says, bottom right, line 27. First of all, reflects seriousness of the Isser. If we said before that Knisa L'Kodesh HaKadoshim is a serious offense, Shabbos is even a more serious offense. Right? We know. Chumras Avera reflect Avera. Halo Yadua. There are many different levels of Isurim. If I have to violate something, the, the, the mission of the Gemara says in Mesechus Yuma, I should try to do something that's, if I have to do something that's Usser, but I should do what's less usher. How do you determine what's less usher? What's the lesser of an avera? That determines. It's better for somebody to eat pig, you know, which is uh, one level usher, than to eat chelev, which is uh, kares, right? And pig is only a lav, right? There's different different levels of isurim. So yeshin yonim shenadam over aleim urak Sometimes there's only an isur More chamer is a lav. More chamer misa b'dei shemayim. More chamer is kares. More chamer is misa bezdin. Out of those misa bezdin, more chamer, most chamer is skila. Shabbos has the most chumras avera. So number one, that shows its severity. But then he says two other points. One nigle, one nistar. 
the Nistar is the one that we're going to focus on, but first read the other one. Venuchaliros, the second column. Otis Homer Avon. She's Bizarchil Shabbos. There's another reflection how Shabbos is defining. We know by all sins, unless somebody is a heretic to Avodah Besides that, if somebody's a Mumar for a certain Avera, he's still Jewish, he's still Neman. If somebody is Mumar Lashatnis, he doesn't care about Shatnis, he wears Shatnis, okay, he can't check your tal- your baggage for Shatnis. But all the mitzvahs are fine. But if somebody is a mumer lachal Shabbos, then they're a mumer lachal Torakula. A heretic in the area of Shabbos is defining, right? It's the identity of a Jew. Shmir Shabbos is the is the level, is the litmus, the litmus test of observance. But then he gets into our issue. Vigam tzarech ladas. One might say that the first issue was Mishum Yira, and this one is Mitzad Ava, and uh, and more inspirational. The Gamzar Aladasha Ramach Mitzvus Shabbat Torah Shitel Hashem Yisparach Adam Two hundred and forty-eight Mitzvus Asay L'Zachram Ulashamram Who Neged Aramach Iverim Shabbat Adam. We know the two hundred and forty-eight Mitzvus Asay are parallel and connect to two hundred and forty-eight limbs in our body. The Chiyechi Debe Varim Nimsei Varim Shonim, and just like in the body, there are different types of limbs. Some of the limbs, it'll be terrible, but we can live without them. Somebody can live without a hand. It's terrible. It's a terrible loss. He's a blemished person, but he's a person. He can live without that. The yesh, but there are some limbs, some parts of our body that we can't live without. The brain, the heart, the lungs, you can't live without them. It's the same thing with mitzvot. What do you mean the same thing with mitzvot? You can't live without them. There are some mitzvot that you can live without, some mitzvot you can't live without. You don't want to be a balmum. Where does it say that? Our Pusik. You do the mitzvahs and you live in them. What does that mean you live in them? Because mitzvahs give us chiyus. Every mitzvah that we do is another aspect of our neshama. We say it in Meirav every night. They are our life. Says the Mishnah Bruah, quoting Kabbalistic sources, literally keeping mitzvahs keeps us alive in the spiritual sense. Even if somebody doesn't keep them, he's going all of them He's just going to be a Balmum. It's terrible. But he'll be there. But, turning the page, there are some mitzvot that without them, without them, there's no v'chai bohem. Because certain mitzvot are definitional to our life. To our life. Turning on to the next page. He discusses first the um, if I'm missing one. But he continues, skip down. Baratzaloma, let me just find with the, the part where he uh, continues. Line twenty four. That's all a bracket up until there. The Yesh in Yanim Shehem Kineged Arosh Vahalev Shem Iker Chias Hanefesh Hakadosha Kamo Emuna Bashem Ubetaraso Veinyan Shmir Shabbos Vehu Gamkin Yisoda Emuna. It's the Yisoda of Emuna. Dim Yechzalo and Yanim Ahem. If we're missing this, then we're missing our Iker Chias. 
And that's Asher Yasa Osam Vachai Bahem. Not only what the Nebuchadnezzar Evolution says, that we have to live in the mitzvahs and experience the mitzvahs, but we have to know that the mitzvahs give us life. The mitzvahs give us life. I didn't give it to you again because I've quoted it in past years. The amazing thought of the Arachayim HaKadosh in Parshas Ekev, where he talks about, there's a similar passage there, about living through mitzvahs. And talking, he's, he talks there about, we have to try to do every single mitzvah that we can do. Right? Yes, here, Shabbos is defining. But, but every mitzvah give, gives us life. He says, gives the mashal. Imagine somebody goes to the doctor and says to the doctor, you know, um, my pinky's hurting me. Something's wrong with it. And the doctor says, you have nine other ones and you have ten toes. What's your problem? What do you need? It's like, no, but my pinky's hurting me. He's like, don't worry, you have plenty. The rest of you is all good. It's okay. No, my, I don't want to lose my pinky. By mitzvahs too. Right? Okay, I'll do this, I'll do that. I don't need that one. What do you mean you don't need that one? You need your pinky? You need your this, you need your that, because every mitzvah is, excuse me, parallel, parallel to life. And we have to recognize that in our, in our, um, Shmira Shabbos and in our appreciation of, of Shabbos as well. So that's Vachai Bohem, two thoughts on the, uh, Pasik towards the end of Parshas Acharemos. Okay, I think there's one more thought here in Acharemos, and then we will move on to Parshas Kedoshim. One of the Arayos. One of the Arayos. Source number seven, we'll get to in a second. One of the Arayos. It's a unique one of the Arayos. Isha elachosa lo sikach. A woman to her sister, thou shalt not take. Letzor legalos ervasal leha. There's one extra word in the Pasik. Bechayeha. 1818. What's the Bechayeha? We know this is the only one of the Arayos that changes after death. A man is not allowed to be married to two sisters. If a man marries a woman and he divorces that woman, he cannot marry her sister. If a man marries a woman and the woman is Nifteras, then the man can marry her sister. That does not apply to his first wife's mother, his first wife's daughter, right? All of those, no. The only erva that changes is sister. Achos Isha. Why is that? That's a good question, not for now. But the language of the Pasuk is a little unusual. If you look in the Lukute Yoshua, Rabbi Yeshua Scheinfeld from Lublin, he quotes this thought from the Rebbe Reb Heschel. Reisi b'sefer echad. Rebbe Heschel, the Rebbe of the Shach and the Taz. Reisi b'sefer echad. This Lashon, Isha elachosa. Delfi pashti dekrat zorach lechtov va'achosa shel Isha lotikach. Who do you take first? You take the wife. And then you take the sister. And the Torah should say, you can't take the sister. Because it's us, sir. You already took the wife. But it doesn't say, it sounds like the opposite. It says, like, Isha Like, you already took the sister, and now you're taking the wife. What does that mean? It only, the sister is because it goes by after the first wife that you had. Now, this is the sister. Sounds like it's a, it's a pusik that's not written, you know, in a, in a smooth way, it sounds like. So he quotes, based on the Gemara, he quotes Yuma and Vav, but I'll read it from Psachim. It's a Gemara we know, or hopefully we know. Gemara at the end of Arvi Psachim, Kuf Yotesma Beis, who's going to bench at that big meal, the Suda Shalav Yasan? Everybody's going to be there. So who's going to bench? So they ask Avram Avinu, do you want a bench? No, he can't bench. Do you want Yitzchak Avinu, you want a bench? No. Yaakov, 
They go through everybody until who benches, of course, at the end? David Abelach. Because Yeshua is Esau. But what were the reasons given? So Avram, you're on a bench? No, I had an Esau. Yisrael, you're on a bench? I had Yishmael. Yisrael, you're on a bench? No, I had an Esau. Yaakov, do you want a bench? What's the language of the Gemara? The language of the Gemara. Yaakov says, Omer lo Yaakov, Tulu brich, Amarlam eni mevarech, Shenasati shte achios, Bechayehen, I married two sisters in their lifetime, She'asida Torah la'osran alai, that the Torah is going to asser on me. Asks the Rebbe Reb Heschel, what's that word alai? The Torah is going to asser on me. What do you mean on me? The Torah is going to asser on everybody. Why dafka is it me, alai? What's that word alai? See, so he quotes Acharifus. He quotes the Kasha Halashon Alai, Nomar, Vichyal Yaakov, Bilvan, Nomar, also Pasik, Harinitna Torah, Lachal Yisrael. He says, no. Put these two questions together and you get an answer. Debeemes, Lachal Yisrael, for all Jews, <laughs> what should the Pasik say? Achosa Shalisha Lotikach. Because first you marry the wife and then you want to marry the sister. But what happened by Yaakov Avinu? First he ended up marrying the sister. And then he ended up marrying the one that was supposed to be and the one that he always considered his wife. So Yaakov is saying, the remez in the Pasuk is about me. Isha because I married the sister first. And then the Isha. So I did that. And for me, obviously it was before Maimon Arsini. There was no halacha then for them, obligatory. And he knew that's what he had to do. To be'emes Yaakov, lokach kodem achos ishto. As Rashi says, like Parshas Vayiga, Shnayim Yodoli Ishti. Ishti means Rachel Imenu. The Gamar Musha Rachel Neskacha Kodem Lalea, Yeshavashanim, Kidushin. But either way, he says that's the Alai, and that's the Isha El Achusa. First comes the Achusa, and then came the and then came the uh, the Isha. Okay, that takes us, Achremos, now let us move over to Kedoshim. Pasha's Kedoshim, again, jam-packed, so much to say, many, many mitzvos. So the Pasha tells us, <laughs> one of the mitzvos we've discussed in the past, is B'tzedek Tishpot Amisecha. The Pasha says in Yutes Tezvav, B'tzedek, in righteousness, Tishpot Amisecha, judge your friend, Rashi quotes Kimashmao, like the uh, the Pshuto Shomikra, judge, it's talking to a judge, right? Uncle says, Bikushta Tidine Lachavrach, Dabaracher, says Rashi, Habi Donetz Chavercha Lakavschus. Dan Lakavschus, Dan Lakavschus, it's a Mishnah in Perkeyavos, it's a Gemara in Mesecha Shabbos. Dan Lakavschus, we've spoken about this as well in the past. But one thought that many of the Bali Musr bring up. Rav Chaim Shavitz, in source number 8, talks about Eitzos Lezakos. This is a, one of the Mamarami he was giving in Elul. He was talking about Eitzos Lezakos B'Yom Adin. Certain strategies for us to have Zuchuyos in Shamayim. So one of them, he says, is Don Lekav After all, the Gemara says in Shabbos, Kuf Chav Zayin HaMabez, HaDon Ez Chavero Lekav Donin Osol Ez One who judges his friend, gives them the benefit of the doubt, so to speak, then he will get the benefit of the doubt. And the question that many of the Mepharshim ask is, I don't understand. Usually giving the benefit of the doubt is that there's some doubt 
There's a doubt. I don't know how to judge this act. I don't know. So you know what? I'll be down the kafzchus. Mitzan Hakadosh Baruch Hu, There's no doubt. So what does it mean that if we're down the kafzchus, then Hashem is going to be us down the kafzchus? Hashem knows exactly what we did. It's not an issue of being down the kafzchus. Ulechora line six. Eino muvan kol inyan zeh. Shakadosh Baruch Hu donos all the kafzchus. The whole idea doesn't fit. Find a person, he's Mesupik. Does Hashem have any doubts? What, what does that mean? That Hashem is down Hashem knows our insides. He doesn't have to like give us the give us the benefit of the doubt. It doesn't make sense talking to Barakarish Barakhu. So I think we've given a different shot in the past, but let's see what he says now. The Pazik says in Kohelas, There is no righteous man in the land that's never sinned. Everybody sinned. Okay, the Gemara says, for people never sinned. Today's Dafyomi, actually. But, uh, Maybe tomorrow's Dafyomi. What does it mean that the Tzadik doesn't sin? It doesn't mean that the Tzadik Mamish does Averus. It doesn't have to mean that. Ella, shebitov shehu ose, lo yimaleit shelo yehebo ma'atchisaron. Who could do a perfect mitzvah? Perfect, with exact kavana, with exact, you know, machshavis, uh, nitios. Everything we do as negios. Everything we do, we're doing it for this. We're doing it for that covered. We're doing it to 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 look smarter. We're do, whatever it is. So often our mitzvos aren't perfect and pure. A lot of it is, but it's not perfect. We'll do, we'll mess, we'll do it, we'll do something extra. So says the Sichas Moser. When we see somebody doing a mitzvah, we should judge them based on the eighty-five percent. Even if somebody's doing something not for the right reasons, <laughs> but they're doing it. And we should take the tzada tov in that and say that defines the act. Even if it's not perfect, that defines the act. And that has nothing to do with doubt. Nothing, let's say we know this person is. 85% of it is Tov and 15% is Ra. You know what we're supposed to do? Judge it by the 85%. Judge it by the Tov side. Even if the opposite. What if it's 15% good, 85% Ra? We still, if we could judge it Latov, then Mida Kenegan Mida. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will judge us Latov. There's no doubt Mitzad Hashem. That's true. But our actions aren't perfect. Our mitzvahs aren't all Lishma. Sometimes we'll do something Lishma. Sometimes we'll do it you know, maybe maybe as, as a student we'll have to study for a test. Is that Lishma? It's not Lishma. Maybe there's a little bit of Lishma in there. But we should define it as a Latov, and in that way Hashem will also judge us Latov. And that's what he says on line 16. You could say maybe not. Kodesh Baruch Hu will also don the mice of Shalom 
and that is how it is it is uh, looked at in Shemayim. It says this is the shot of the Gemara in Shabbos, Daflamid Beis, where he talks about the same idea that a later mission in Pirkei Avos mentions that every time we do a mitzvah we create a malach and uh, a, a protector, a defense attorney, and then the Gemara has different opinions whether uh, even. 999 say chove and one says chus will still be saved or Abiliezer says even in one act you have 999 within one malach that says chove and one says chus so again without getting into parts of malachim but Rav Chayshulevit says that is about to 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 uh, illustrate this idea that even within the same act within the same malach this tov and shlishma and not perfect that Kodesh Baruch Hu should judge it letov if we can act that way as well in our lives. Okay. Two more thoughts for the uh, for the evening. The first one is a thought. Again, there's more in the Rav Chaim Shvalevitz, but we'll go to the next page on the top left. Rav Yosef Nechemiah Kornitzer. I uh, prepared the shear a number of days ago, and the day after I prepared the shear, I got a WhatsApp from a friend of mine who knows I sometimes quote Rav Yosef Nechemi Kornitzer, and he quoted, look what's this week, Bez E.R., Rav Yosef Nechemi's yard site. Oh, so Baruch Hashem Ashkacha, Rav Yosef Nechemi Kornitzer, the last row in Krakow, 1880 to 1933. His yard site was just this week, so we'll say a thought, Le'ilu Nishmaso, and to inspire us here in the in the yearly and the weekly Parshashir. Says the Pasuk, towards the end of Perek Yutes. Then the Barak test, the Pasuk tells us that we have to have honest weights and measures. Lo sa'asu avel bamishpat, bamida bamishkalu bamsura. Don't trick people with weights and with measurements. Mosnet tzedek, avnet tzedek, eifat tzedek, hin tzedek Everything exact. Everything has to be honest. Ani Hashem alkeichem, asho seisi eschem eretz Mitzrayim, I took you out of Egypt. And Chazal already pick up on what is the juxtaposition and the connection between these two statements? Be honest in business and I took you out of Mitzrayim. Rashi quotes, Almanas came. Asher Otsesi I took you out, Almanas, that you become, that you are an honest in uh, in business. Or Dover Acher, Rashi quotes, Ani evchanti b'Mitzrayim be'tipah bachar. I was very medactic. I figured out who was a bachar, who was not a bachar. Ani neman lihi paramimisha tomin mishkalosa bimelach, lahonos as abrios, shein makir bohem. I was very medactic in Mitzrayim. I could be very medactic for those who aren't so medactic in terms of their in terms of their honesty. But Rav Yosef Nechemia here has another pshat. Ulafi anias daiti, hayanira, kipshuto, debe ms. Pashas is talking about dayanim, let's say. Ledayanim namras harazu, dayanim. Hear this. It said to them, to be honest, As we know, as the Mishnah says in Negaim, to play on words, we can't see our own faults. right? If we think we're right and something else is wrong, then we are totally right. And they are totally wrong. There's no other way about it. That's just much of human nature, which we have to try to perfect ourselves. The alkol panim yachpi we can't find a schus on somebody else, only on ourselves. So let's say I'm a judge and somebody comes to me and tells me all the terrible things that this other person did. 
and I should fine him, and I should take it out on him, and I should be mechay of him. Ach be'emes, ein l'dayin el-mashe, ein ovroos. Shmo anachichem, we have to be patient, and we can't judge a book by its cover. And even in a din Torah, where it looks like one person is really begging on the other person, they can't be objective. Because it's human nature that if we're wronged, or we think we're in the right, then we won't have any zechus on the other side. But when the Dayanim themselves weigh the factors, Maybe it's not such a great sin. Maybe he didn't do something totally wrong. And the Dayanim have to be strong not to mess up, not just in the weights and the measures, but in the Mishpat, not to make it crooked because they don't look so closely. You have to look very closely. And if you look very closely, you might find some Zechuyos that you didn't know were there before. In Mitzrayim, it also didn't look like it was such a pashit idea to take out the Jews. What the Malachim say? Halalu of the Avodah of the Avodah Everybody's of the Avodah The Mitzrayim, Bnei Yisrael. But what Hakadosh Baruch Hu do? Amnam Yeshvan Olo Momizel Line Twenty Two May Hakadosh Baruch Hu Shofet Olamo B'Tzedek. Who judges his world in Sedek? Shotzianu mimitzrayim. Follow his shkiach al saaros hakushios. Shehis cholalu bepamlaya shal mala. Right on Hanagaso in Shemayim they were wondering what is Hashem doing? Manishtanu elu me elu. Halalu of the Avodazara. Vahalalu the Avodazara. Kimavur b'medrash. What did Hashem Baruch Hu do? He looked very very closely. He didn't listen to the Malachim who said, "Oh, they're terrible." He looked very closely and found some zechuyos and said, "Ne'amanim alav lefanav chash legulasam kain gam aleinu lahotzi laar mishpat sedek." When we hear something, and again, not to a judge, somebody tells us something about another person. Maybe they shouldn't have told us in the first place. Maybe we didn't want to be makabelit, but we heard it. We have to recognize that we have to be heavy mitunim badin. It says very early in Perkei Avos, and Perkei Avos wasn't just written for judges. It was written for all of us. Asus Yagla Torah. It's not just for judges, right? Every phrase in there can be uh, related to every Jew, and that's what Rabbi Yosef Nechemia says here, right? We have to be honest. We have to be exact. Can't mess up just based on what people say, just based on what we think is is uh, you know somebody is wrong. We have to look underneath. We find, might find some schuyos because that's exactly what Hakadosh Baruch Hu did for us in in Mitzrayim. Okay, and finally, let's talk about the end of the Parsha. The end of the Parsha, where the Pasuk says, second to last Pasuk in the Parsha. V'yisem li kadoshim ki kadosh ani Hashem. Be holy for me, because I am kadosh. Says Rashi. Rabbi Lazar ben Azariya Omer, Pasuk Havav. Minayin shalom yomar adam. How do you know that a person should not say nafshi katzabibsarchazir? A person shouldn't say if they're really a big meat eater, pig is disgusting. I can't wear shatnis. No, that's not what one should say. No, I can eat the pig. I can wear shatnis, but I'm not going to, because Hashem told me not to. 
Kodesh Baruch Hu Gazer Alai. That's what the attitude should be. How do you know that? Tamalomar va'avdil eschem and amim lihios li. I separate you to be for me. Shatia havdalaschem mehem lishmi. Poresh min ha'avera umekamal alav ol malchus shamayim. That's Rashi. If you look in Rav Zevin, Rav Zevin here in Latar Vlamoadim tells us, first of all, he points out the difference in Lashon between pig and chazik, pig and chatnis. Rashi says, Shalo yomar adam nafshi katsa bibsar chazir Nobody, Rashi is very meduyak. Nobody's going to say, oh, shatnis is disgusting to me. What a wool and linen baguette. So it says Yefshar. But by the pig, a person could find it repulsive. And therefore you could say Nafshi Katsa. But Rebzevin says maybe it's much deeper. Maybe these Lashonos are much deeper. And then Rebzevin says, line 14. Lesheval Taseba Averos, Yiskinu Arba'a Meniim Vagarmim. There are four reasons why somebody wouldn't do an Avera out of the 365. Right? Four reasons. Number one, I never had the opportunity to. Never had the opportunity to do the Avera. If somebody is never presented with a certain piece of not kosher, he'll never do that Avera because it's not in front of him. Maybe he would if he would be in the state. But reason number one why one wouldn't do an Avera, the lowest level, so to speak, is because they don't have the opportunity to. We don't know. And that's not, nobody gets schar for that. You don't get schar for, right, the Ramban says, as the Mitzvah say, to remember what happened to Miriam and not to speak Lashonara. It doesn't mean that every second that we're in the Shear, we're getting the mitzvah of not talking Lashon Hara. No, it means when you're in the situation and I control myself, then I get the mitzvah of not speaking Lashon Hara. But that's number one. Number one reason why I wouldn't do a mitzvah, I do want to do an Avera, is because I am not in the situation. Number two, line 26. Hagori Masheni, who, Sha'amnam Bali Adolasos Avera, Ella, She'eno Yacho Mitzad Etzem Tivola Asosa. Number two is, I can do the Avera, but it doesn't suit me. I find it disgusting, repulsive. It's gross. So that also, that's not such a high level. Let's say somebody hates pig. They find pig disgusting. Somebody finds crab disgusting. So do they get schar? Again, that's a reason why they don't do the Avera. It's even by a kumbase. You have it by mitzvahs too. Like what? He quotes the example when somebody came to ask him for tzedakah, he always used to think about it and then give. When they asked him, why do you do this? He answered, back page, Naturally, I am a very soft of spirit. I naturally throw away my money. I don't want to do the mitzvah purely because it was with my teva. I want to wait a few seconds so I can have a little better kavana that I'm doing this little bit l'shem shamayim. Okay. But you can have that by mitzvahs too. By mitzvah, it makes me feel good to give. But that's number two. Why don't I do an Avera? Number one, I don't do an Avera because it, the situation doesn't doesn't come up. 
Number two, why don't I do an Avera? Because I don't find it attractive to do the Avera. Number three, now we'll get into some positives. Hagorim ha-shlishi hi Hashem. Number three is Kabbalah Machu Shemayim. Hashem told me. Hashem told me. Kach Tziva Hashem. Hagorim Haravi. The fourth is an even higher level. Not because, oh, Hashem told me, but I recognize that this is going to put me next to the Kisei HaKavid. Kshah Adam Higiyah Ladarga Gedola Shel Kedusha. I see Gan Eden, it's impossible for me to do anything else. It's Ke'ilu, I don't have Bechira, right? That's what the Bali Musters say. The highest level is when we reach a level that we don't even feel like we have Bechira. I have to do this. This is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu told me to do. That's the highest level. When I say Yefshi, says Rav Zevin, what are Chazal telling us in this Rashi? Chazal are telling us all the different reasons why we don't do mitzvos? A person shouldn't say again. The number one he says is not shayach. The person just never was in the situation of the mitzvah. But what is it? What does he say? A person should say efshi. I'm I'm disgusted by eating chazir. That's number two. Or the highest level efshar. That's number four. The two extremes. He says ultimately, what should one say? What should one say? Hakadosh Baruch Hu gazer alai makabel of omachlus shemayim which is number three. That is the level. That's what the message is. I shouldn't be doing it because I see the highest level, let's say, even though in some sense the highest level is not to have the rut. So number four. But he says what Rashi is telling us in this situation is that a very high level is not to say that I don't like it, not to say that, oh, I'm going to connect, I'm going to Shabbat do it, I'm going to told me to do this. And that in a certain sense is the highest level that we can reach in our Kiyom HaMitzvos. And Ben Hashem, we should all be zoche to do all the mitzvahs with an avas Hashem. We should be zoche to not do all the averas for the ultimate reasons why Hakadosh Baruch Hu told us not to do the averas because Hakadosh Baruch Hu says we should all do things all the shem shemayim, and we should be zoche to continue learning Torah whether it is remotely or whether it is uh, in person. Ben Hashem for many years. Okay, we'll stop here again. Achreimas kadoshim tough shin pei.